0: Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Great leaders learn to navigate the tension in hearing God and listening to people.
1: Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. Hey, so glad you take a few minutes to be with me. I've got something I'm going to drop in your heart today I think will be a blessing to you, Uh you know, the conflict between hearing from people and hearing from God. So I guess if I was going to put a title on this message, it would be listening to them and hearing from him. And where does that tension begin and where does it end? And uh, I see this very prominent in the life of Moses in in very much a good sense all the time. And uh, so I want to walk you through just a couple portions of that. Uh, to maybe help your thinking as a leader, uh, you have spiritual responsibility to hear from God. And hearing from God, by the way, means honoring what the Scripture clearly says. When I say hearing from God, I don't mean getting some type of a personal revelation, although that is very much valid. Uh, It's primarily what does God say in His Word. Uh, If you want to increase your hearing, increase your seeing by looking at the word of God and that's where you'll hear God speak and then that word will become your filter and you'll learn to judge your inward voice as to whether it's you or it's God speaking uh there are people that don't have that filter they don't have that grid because they don't have enough word of God in them and then they do not hear God fully uh you know, you can have a conversation with somebody. You can hear them with your ears and still miss their intent or miss an important point. Ask me how I know that. So why wouldn't that be true with God? Uh, you know, a lot of times we say, well, that person missed God. We, we just assume that they didn't hear God. Well, they might have heard God. They just might not have heard God. But there is this tension of listening to people and hearing from God. And I want to go over that with you in Scripture because I think good leaders, great leaders, are people that learn to do that. And I think over the course of my ministry, I've gotten better at that consistently, and it's helped me a lot, okay? So Numbers, the ninth chapter, I'm going to pick this up in verse 6. But there were some men who were unclean because of the dead person, so they could not observe Passover on that day, so they came before Moses and Aaron on that day. And those men said to him, though we are unclean because of the dead person, why are we restrained from presenting the offering of the Lord at an appointed time among the sons of Israel? Moses therefore said to them, wait, and I will listen to what the Lord will command concerning you. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, If any one of you or of your generations becomes unclean because of a dead person or is in a distant journey, he may, however, observe the Passover of the Lord. So these people approached Moses about the Passover. And they say, listen, we touched a dead person, so we're unclean. We can't be in the camp. There's a lot of regulations. By the way, that's when Jesus said, let the dead bury their dead. That's what he was talking about. That which is unclean, that which is unholy. And these guys, they, they, they needed biblical interpretation. This is one of the first examples, actually, of people having to rightly divide the word. And they go to Moses and say, look, it seems like you said if we touched a dead person, even though that we have to go through a cleansing, that that would stop us, in effect, from serving the Lord through Passover. And Moses listened to them and then inquired of the Lord. I, I want you to catch that. Moses listened to them And men inquired of the Lord, and then the Lord's answer was he clarified it and said, okay, let's make this clear. That's very interesting, isn't it? So it's okay to listen. Matter of fact, I think you need to listen. I think you need to have your ear to the wall. I'm not talking about looking for people's opinions, but I'm talking about being open to their input, keeping your ear to the wall, and then inquiring of the Lord. You know, when somebody comes to you, a family member, a business associate, somebody you work for, somebody you work with, somebody on your team, somebody in leadership, and they come to you with an idea, as a believer, there is no obligation that you have to give an instant answer. And I think it's a good discipline to say, let me consider that. Let me pray about it. And I realize that let me pray about it is a Christian cliche, cliche and And uh, I don't know how often people really honor it. It's like using God's name in vain. But I think, you know, a great practice, let me just set you up, okay? So let's say you are leading a small group, okay? You're leading a small group, and one of your members comes to you and says, Hey, I know we have this outreach plan, but here's why I don't think it's going to work. And they give you some practical ideas. Maybe it's based in fear. Maybe it's based in something else. But nonetheless, it's something that they at least think is reasonable. And uh, you can just blow them out of the water. You can chastise them. You can pretend like you're listening. You can tell them you're going to go pray about it. Or what you could do is say, thank you for sharing with me. Let's pray about that right now. And you grab their hand and say, Lord, Just show us how we're to apply these and help me. You take responsibility. You're the leader. The buck stops with you. You take responsibility. Say, Lord, help me to hear your voice in this. Listen, not only have you developed the right disciplines in your life, you're modeling a great example on someone on how to hear. Now, all the experts tell me, and I think this is true, that the generation we're dealing with now, the group especially under 30, One of the things they value the most is being heard. And here's what I found out with working with some of these younger people. And I can say that because I'm twice their age now. Is they don't even necessarily are looking for agreement. That was my generation, okay? They're just looking to be heard, not just to talk. And they seem to have a great intuitive ability to know whether you're listening to them. And I think interfacing with that group of people over the last 10 years of my life has really helped my ears to get a lot better. I honestly think I'm a much better listener, not just a hearer, but a listener than I've ever been. And then that enables me to go to the Lord and figure this out. But as a result of that, I've got really valuable input on things I would have missed. The other part about it, even when it came up with something was a, was a was a non-negotiator or something we weren't going to use, it still helped me to see how people think. Because when they talk to you, you want to draw that out. So a good listener is a good question asker, not just a responder. Well, why do you think like that? Where did you get that information? Okay, just... Simple questions, not reacting. Okay? So in leadership, there's always going to be the tension between listening and hearing from God. And this is very valuable and very important. One of my favorite passages about Moses is in Numbers 32. And I just encourage you to read that whole chapter. Those that you've known me, been around me for any length of time, often when I do a men's meeting or like when I'm first introduced to a church and uh, you know, I'm working with the leadership. I'll go to Numbers 32 because in that passage, Reuben, Reuben and Gad approach Moses. They say, hey, we want to take this land on the other side of Jordan. There was no prohibition against them doing that, by the way, because I've researched that thoroughly. And Moses has a rant. Actually, it is the best rant in the Bible. It is the best blowout of a leader in the Bible, in my opinion, in Numbers 32. Moses just goes ballistic on them but after that it says and they drew near and then they explain the situation further to Moses and Moses backs up and recants and agrees with them so even though he blew a gasket he humbled himself because he listened to them they didn't get offended it says they drew near it's really really a great story would you please read it in Numbers Uh, 32, and just read it with a smile on your face, take your religious glasses off, and imagining this happening in your church or in your job, and somebody come up with an idea, and the leader just going hairy on them, and then these guys just saying, hey, uh, I think you misunderstood what we were trying to say there. That's what they did. Moses, you mistook our motive, and that's what happens. Sometimes we'll judge people motive. Listen, sometimes people don't have the best motives, but that doesn't mean that they still don't have good ideas. And don't reject it because of that, okay? So that's really important. One of the the other ones I like is when you read Deuteronomy uh, 1, uh, at the end of that chapter there, verse 22, 23, it says that the leaders approached Moses and said, why don't we send spies into the land? We know the story of the spies, right? Ten did good or 10 did bad, 2 did good. But when you read Numbers 31, or Numbers 13, excuse me, verse 1, it says, and God told him. Now listen, this is very important. So one passage tells us that these guys had an idea. The other passage says that God spoke to them. They're both true because God will speak through other people. Let me just tell you this. When somebody comes to me and says God told them something, one of my immediate frameworks is, is this a person that other people can tell things to? In other words, I think the credibility of God speaking to people can be reflected on, do those same people allow people to speak to them? So somebody that says that God speaks to them and they're not under authority, they can't listen to anybody, you know they fight with their boss. They fight at home. They fight with their pastor. But now they're hearing from God. See the Bible says if we don't love John one, if we don't love those whom we do see, we and we say we love God, we're a liar, and the truth isn't in us. So you could substitute words in there. If we say that we serve those whom we do see, but we don't love, or but we and we. If we say we serve those whom we don't see and we serve God whom we don't, or we do see and we assume God does, just forget that whole thing. You know what I'm trying to say here, okay? In other words, if we say that we hear God and we don't hear people, there is there's something off kilter. Again, that doesn't mean we have to agree, but do we have ears to hear and can we sift things out? So this tension of Hearing people and listening to God, I think Moses models repeatedly. And by the way, you know, Moses was a very passionate person. So there were times when people started to speak and he was like, no way, we're not going there. And I can tell you that same thing has happened to me. And then after I listened to them, I thought, oh, I think God might be in this or at least at least in part of it. Because we do hear in part. I hear in part. I don't know about you. I do know about you. I know you hear in part on your best day. I'm just trying to be nice. So listen, there is that tension. Develop your listening. Don't feel like you've got to give an instant answer. And learn to bring the two together, and at the end of the day, give God the credit, okay? This is a tension. This is a a tightrope. You're always going to walk, so you might as well get good at balancing it out and going forward. Hey, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context. Share this with somebody if it was a blessing to you, okay? Do all that social media gadgetry stuff you folks do and let it out to somebody. God bless you in Jesus' name.
0: Today, Keith continued his discussion on the leadership of Moses. Navigating the tension between listening to people and hearing from God is critical for every leader. When you listen to people, make sure you are really listening. And when you're trying to hear more from God, Increase how much time you're spending in the Word, as that is where you will hear God speak. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.